Welcome to our meeting. This is Saratova Best. Um, we're right before Chavcheshvan. And what we're dealing with, and we're at such an unusual time in history, such a difficult, dark and light time in history, and it really all centers around, it all focuses around um, light and vessels. How much light do you have? And how much bigger vessel do you have it for it, you know? Excuse me, how much, is oil, how much oil is in the pot? And what are you going to pour it into? How much liquid is in, <coughs> excuse me, is in this big, you know, is, is being poured in? Well, the opening of the bottle that you have for it is teeny tiny. How much is going to go in? So really that's, um, and we, we, we're at a point in history where that's what people are struggling with. Do they have vessels big enough for the light that's coming down? The light that's coming down, either we see it directly, and it's amazing, and how do we see that? Miracles, huge miracles happening in the world. The whole chuva movement that you never really had in that way before. And this is what, this mimer that we're learning is, is really speaking about that. So you have a lot of light coming down, and at the same time, um, you have what seems the opposite of light coming down. And it's all of that stuff is shattering the vessels because the vessel that we have to receive, because of our vessels are just way too small. So here we're learning a mimer from Chachfeshvan that was said in Tavshin Nemvav. And it's speaking about kind of a famous story, the Isha Achas. There was a woman. It's in the, in the, in the Navi. There was a woman from the family of Nevi'im. And she went and she cried out to Elisha. The reason she did was that Lola knew she lost her husband. I guess he was deeply in debt. You know, he was not financially well off. And so as soon as that happened, she was heavily in debt. And the creditors wanted to be paid. Just because he passed away didn't mean they didn't want to be paid anyway. So they made a decision. They were going to come for her two sons. And I, I maybe take them as slaves. And once they take the two sons, right, by taking the two sons, it'll be kind of paying off their debt, paying off the debt that there was no other way of paying off. So... <coughs> She didn't know what to do, the woman. And she called out to Alicia and he said, you have any vessels in your home? Do you have any oil? She had one tiny bit of oil, one teeny tiny bit of oil. So, <clears throat> in a little vessel. So, Alicia said, go out, borrow vessels wherever you can. Just, you know, don't be cheap with them. Just go every, and get as many vessels as you can. Bring them into your home and start, okay. Now you have tons of empty vessels. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then start pouring into these vessels. Meaning, um, I mean, literally, <clears throat> you have that one bit of oil in your home. So start pouring the oil into other into these empty vessels. And lo and behold, the more you pour, even though it's a tiny bit of oil. You keep pouring and pouring into these empty vessels, and it fills them up miraculously, you know, with this miraculous oil. 
so to speak. This is an oil that it was only one drop, and yet it just expands and goes forever. The more you have vessel, the more you have these, uh, the, the light, you know, the oil is expanding, increasing, tons, infinite amounts of oil. You have another vessel, another amount of oil will be created. And the interesting thing is, again, at this point in history, we're going to see what it means. It's really, we're really tapping into a life skill that was usually just for tzaddikim. And what was that life skill? That life skill is, you see something that's the essence of good. If you do things properly and work with your thoughts properly and your visualization, etc., etc., you can co-create with Hashem an expansion, an infinite expansion of this good, this goodness. We really have that ability now. And, and to ask Hashem for that, to just create infinite growth of the goodness that we have a teeny tiny bit of, and the truth, um, it's not outrageous to ask Hashem to do that, and to what's called co-create in this world. Okay, so one other point then. So what is all of this all about? This woman, and the sons, and Elisha, and what it's all about is that we're talking about the soul. This woman denotes the soul, the godly soul. <clears throat> and when our soul is deeply in debt, and that is really now, meaning, you know, we are on empty. Where's the inspiration? I don't know. We're just running on empty. And so the creditor comes along and says, I'm going to take away your two sons to replace it. We have no... In our case, it means you're completely empty of inspiration. And so what happens? Who's the creditor? The animal soul. Your animal soul. And it comes along and it tries to take away your two, the two sons. What are the two sons? Avanira. The two sons mean my love of God, my fear of God. My animal soul wants to come along and hijack them both. So what does it look like when my animal soul has hijacked my avanira, love and fear of Hashem? Well, if it hijacks my fear, I'm going to be afraid of all kinds of stuff. I'm going to be terrified, basically, in life of circumstances of political situation and the this and the that and, and, you know, World War III, all of this stuff. I'm going to be panicky. I'm going to be terrified because the animal soul will have hijacked my fear and used it for having fear of stuff in everyday life. The same thing with love. I was given fear of Hashem and love of Hashem for a certain purpose. But my animal soul can come along and hijack it and now have me loving other things that are really um, taking me down the wrong path. So I'm just, you know, I love this and I'm afraid of that. And it's all stuff from the animal soul. So if my my godly soul comes along to the and and says, "What do I do? I'm running on empty. I have no inspiration." So Alicia comes along and says, "You have a little bit of inspiration. You know the oil. <clears throat> Excuse me, the oil in your house. 
That oil is that little bit of inspiration in you, the etzimanefesh, the, the very essence of your soul. Take that, take that oil, and start pouring it. And what are these vessels that you have to go and collect? It's called mitzvahs. Go and get tons of mitzvahs. Collect mitzvahs everywhere. Do mitzvahs, mitzvahs, mitzvahs. But don't just, and if you have all these empty mitzvahs, like, did you, you know, did you, uh, did you daven today? Yeah. What, how, how was your, you know, how were your thoughts? I don't know. I don't even remember if I said it or I didn't say it. Did you give tzedakah? I think so. I don't remember. Uh, let me look. Yeah, there's a coin missing. I guess so. In other words, dry. Dry as a bone misses. Empty misses. So Alicia says, I'm telling you what you can do if you dry of inspiration in your life, partly because the world is such a dark place. What do I do? Go to that place of the essence of your soul, Etzimanefesh, and start pouring. That's the oil that you had in your home. And start pouring it into your mitzvahs. So now you have the perfect combination. Actual mitzvahs where you're doing stuff. And at the same time, that total connection to Hashem on the level of essence to essence. That's what it's all about. Start pouring into the empty vessels. Start pouring your essence connection with Hashem into your mitzvahs. And life is going to change. And one of the things we see in the Mimer later on is that there are two types of connection to Hashem. There's a more external one. You know, you need chizuk and you get a shot in the arm and, and you know, you get another little bit of chizuk and another, another little bit of inspiration and sometimes you're not inspired and sometimes you're discouraged and sometimes you're, you know, up, down, up, down. That's the external part of the soul's connection with Hashem. And then, there's the etzim and Ephesh, the internal part. It has a complete essence-to-essence with Hashem. Essence-to-essence connection. There's no connect or disconnect. You don't need to look. It's a constant, and it's strong and solid. It's unbelievable. There's no chizuk needed there. So, what we're seeing in the world is a very interesting thing. It looks like, remember this is the mimer said by the Rebbe, we're being invited, and it's not just a light invitation, but begged to switch frequencies at this point in life. As we switch from Gullus to Gaula, as we morph from Gullus to Gaula, to, um, it, it, it's sometimes a bumpy road. And if we have that external connection with Hashem, we are going to have a very difficult time. Because now I like the way he treats me, now I don't like the way he treats me, now I'm inspired, now I'm not inspired, now Hashem seems nice, now Hashem seems not nice, he seems fair, he seems unfair. What do I do? So at that time it looks like the Rebbe is saying, you guys need to upgrade. And we see a very interesting thing. You know, now what do you see happening in the world now with everything that's going on in Eretz Yisrael? You see all these people who really had no interest, no external relationship with Hashem. On the contrary, I guess past year and a half, pretty tough stuff of, I guess, what I heard, people are try, trying to dive in and show on Yom Kippur and they have um, people demonstrating outside against, you know, like, how dare they, you know, anti-religious versus religious, etc. So all these people, these people who were demonstrating how dare people, I don't know what, what their complaint was, how dare people 
Davin in a Shul on Yom Kippur. I, I can't imagine what they demonstrated about, but they found something. But then those very same people who really, they, they were, it's like they were annoyed at our ex- ex- external connection with Hashem. And they didn't have one at all. And they were really nasty to us as uh, about our external connection with Hashem. And they all, all of a sudden, kicked, they jumped into this internal connection with Hashem. The oil that that the woman had in her home, that Alicia said, start pouring it into your mitzvahs. They just jumped right into that. You have all these secular Israelis and people around the world doing these mitzvahs and doing, jumping into this essence connection with Hashem. Where did that come from? It's an unbelievable thing. They're on the way up. And then all the people who are, they base their Yiddish faith more on, you know, an external connection with Hashem. It's good enough. They're needing chizuk. They're needing, they're needing inspiration because they're having a hard time. And it seems like it's an invitation by Hashem, an invitation by the Rebbe for us to upgrade to the essence connection with Hashem. We can no longer suffice with that external connection. So, um, that's what we see in, 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 in the Navi. I guess it's the Haftarah. Possibly that's there, I'm not sure. Um, it's actually in Malach. Yeah, the Haftarah parches by Yera. Right. That's what we see. She's told, you're deeply in debt, you're deeply depleted, you have no inspiration, you have none of that. What you need to do is start pouring oil. You have some oil. You have an essence connection. Move to that frequency. The other one isn't going to help you anymore. Move to that frequency. Everybody needs to move to that frequency. And everybody's being gently or not so gently pushed there by Hashem. That's a very powerful thing. So let's see what it says in the rest of the Mimer. Okay, so let's just sum this all up, bring it to, so there's a lot, a lot going on here. Let's just take it to one more point in, in, in the Navi, in this Haftarah. Because remember, Alicia says, right? Alicia says, you, you know, you're deeply in debt. They want your two sons. Go out, get a bunch of empty vessels. What do you have in your home? Oh, you have a little bit of oil. Okay? Start pouring, 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 pouring it with the oil into as many vessels as you have. That's, how much the oil will increase, etc. And what will you do with this? You will pay off your debt. We're going to see in a second what, and finish off with this, what this means. You will pay off your debt. You'll have enough oil to cash, you know, to, to sell it, have a bunch of cash, go to the creditors, pay it off, and be done. They'll no longer bother you. That's it? No, no, no. You and your sons will live off the extra. Then keep on board. You'll have, you need to have more. You need to have a nest egg that you are, you know, you have what to live on for the rest of your life. You will, you will live off the surplus. You and your sons will live off the surplus. Okay. So what does that mean? There are many more parts to the mimer, but we'll, we'll sum it up with this. What does that mean? Again, when my soul is running on empty and I have no inspiration and, and, and there are lots of people right now in this since simplest pirate, you know, and since, and stuff that's going on in Eretz Yisrael and the world, etc., that have lost, lost their inspiration and they're, they don't want to admit it, but, um, 
but definitely not the secular people. They're flying high. They're doing great. But but as I said, as 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 Rabbi Friedman said in his talk, two things failed us: education and religion. In not Yiddishkeit, religion. You know, you see in the educational institutions, it's just educated people to pursue insanity. And and it's hard being a religious person right now. People have these secret doubts, you know, like why, you know, or these, these secret anger, anger at Hashem or inexplicable, you don't, we don't understand. And then people are struggling. And part, and, and the answer of Alicia is, yeah, when you're, you're you're completely depleted of any inspiration, that's the that's this woman. She's completely in debt. She's completely depleted. And when they and as we said, when the, the animal soul comes along and says, "I'm I'm grabbing your Ava and Yira. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you other things to love and to distract you, and I'm gonna make you terrified of the future. What's gonna be, you know." with terrorism around the world, God forbid, and what's going to be with the Jewish people, what's going to be with World War Three, and all this other stuff. And he's saying, and Alicia is saying, the only solution is, and for this the whole thing was created. You have a little bit of, you have a pure part in you, you know, the Maida'ani of you, your Esam and Esam, the Maida'ani of you, which can never be defiled. Then totally everybody, Rahman Islam, you know, there was defilement, Rachman and in Eretz Yisrael. No, it happened to every single Jew. Every single Jew's enthusiasm was defiled. Every everybody, every single Jew's enthusiasm was attacked. Oh, well, some people were attacked. No, all Jews were attacked. Every Jew was kind of depleted. And the events since then, and ongoing with the hostages they should be freed this split second every single Jew was kind of depleted of his external inspiration this is like well like we don't understand Hashem great that works for some people doesn't work for everybody a lot of people are just plain angry or plain depressed or plain um, discouraged or plain all kinds of stuff because they're their external, their external connection with Hashem is just, it's just not enough to, uh, you know, watching those videos of the soldiers dance does it for some people, but not enough. And then they need another video and another shot in the arm, another video. Let's see more soldiers dancing and saying Shema Yisrael. Because they're on empty. That's what the woman is in the Haptira saying. And that's why Alicia is saying, we need to start living from a different place from the essence of our soul, from the pintaliyit, from the maida'ani in us, from that, you know, Hanukkah time, the cruise of pure oil, the part of us that can never be uninspired or inspired, the essence of your soul, the part of the people that when they are, when they come to the moment where they have to give their lives al-Kiddush Hashem, they say, Shema Yisrael Hashem al-Aganu, Shem Achad, and they go al-Kiddush Hashem, and that's what they experience. And please God, we should never have to you know, we should experience it only in life rather than the opposite. That's it. The Maidani, the Pintaliyid of the Yid. We need to start living from that. That's what Alicia is saying. So take all your mitzvahs and do them. Don't not do mitzvahs. Don't say, well, if I'm not doing mitzvahs with good kavanah, don't bother. No, do mitzvahs. Just do them, do them, do them. This is the... um 
This is the revolution of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Just do the mitzvah. What do you mean? Stop that guy on the street, on 42nd Street, and, and he, he just walked out of McDonald's, and he's going into Wendy's across the street. And you grab him and you put a fillin' on him. What kind of kavana can he have in the mitzvah? Although, usually those people start to cry, and all of a sudden, they have this tremendous awakening. But even if he doesn't, even he's like, okay, what, what do you want? Alright, fine. Okay, I, I make it fast because I have to go across the street to Wendy's, or, you know, I had an appointment. We don't say, listen, do you have deep kavana? I'll do it. I'll put fillin' on you. No, we don't care if you have deep kavana. Do it. Why? Collect vessels. That's what Alicia's saying. Collect a bunch of vessels. Put on, put on fill and light up. Just, just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. For no reason. The essence of your soul has a reason. You're just not aware of the reason. Once you do it, that's why so many people put on fill and they've never put on fill before. They put on fill in the middle of the street and they start to cry. What are they crying about? They're not too tight. They experience, when they put on the chillin, the essence of their soul. And all of a sudden, boom! The oil that that woman had in her home that, that Alicia said, just pour it and it'll just expand. It'll, it'll just keep growing infinitely. As long as you do mitzvahs, just pour it into the vessels. Pour, just take this tiny bit of your essence of your soul, essence of an effish, pour it into a mitzvah. It's just going to grow and expand infinitely. It will transform your life and it will transform the world. Put on chillin' once and you may end up finding that your whole life ends up eventually becoming transformed and you end up transforming the entire world because of this one little drop of oil in your soul that was brought out by being poured into a mitzvah. So that's why the Nabi is saying, you and your son, and you're going to pay off all your debts. You will no longer, if you start, if you one time tap into the essence of your soul when you're doing a mitzvah, connect the two. Connect the mitzvah with the essence of your soul. One time. How do you do it? We'll say in a second. How do you do it? You follow the directions of Hashem and the directions of the Nasiyadar. Do the mitzvah. Just do it. But I have, but it's, I'm empty. That's okay. Do the mitzvah. That's a type of Mesiris Nefesh. Doesn't make any sense. Why should I do the mitzvah? Because Hashem said, well, there you go. You're already into Mesiris Nefesh. Where does Mesiris Nefesh come from? The essence of your soul. Boom! You just access the essence of your soul. You got it. Once you touched it, once you accessed it, you just found that drop of oil in the lady's house. If you start pouring it into the mitzvahs, into the vessels, it will expand and expand and expand infinitely and become the oil that lights up the entire world. The person who, you know, said, like, what do you want? What? Fill in. I'm busy. Okay, whatever. How long? Two minutes. Okay, fine. And they ended up becoming this incredible Balchuva that's doing incredible work, lighting up the whole world. But that's just the beginning of all this. That's not just, oh, everybody becoming a Balchuva. This, this is about, about to become a global movement for the entire world, for every single Jew. So we're not just going to pay off our debts. It's not just about religious people saying, well, all right, I like, I, I solved my problem of running on empty. 
It's not just about solving your problem of running on empty emotionally. It's about we're going to live off the extra forever. The higher levels. This is not just about fixing a boo-boo. My boo-boo is, my issue is I'm running on empty. I have no inspiration. Okay, we'll fix it. More than that. This same mitzvah, the Hashem says, just do the mitzvah. The Nasi Asadar says, just do the mitzvah. We're going to arrange that the the essence of your soul will be poured into that mitzvah. And you are going to see global miracles. And then you see, you know, all those soldiers saying, you know, we're we're going to light Shabbos, Shabbos candles, we're going to put on sitzes, we're going to. They're not quite sure why. Okay, keep me safe. There starts to be a groundswell of tshuva, a groundswell of reaching out to Hashem, a groundswell of a revolution happening in the world that then will obviously spill over to the non-Jews, because ultimately, as the Lubavitcher Rebbe says. Those, the extra three lands of Eretz Yisrael that, you know, is all the hot spots and all these disputes and all of this stuff. Do we have to fight to the, to the end to get it? No. The nations of the world will give it to us of our own free, of their own good free will. Which looks like, how will that happen? We will tap into the essence of our soul and we will become so luminous that that will spread to the next Jew and the next Jew and the next Jew and become a global luminous revolution among the whole Jewish people which will then spill over to all the non-Jews. And they'll wake up one day and say, oh my goodness, we need to give the entire land of Israel, all ten, ten, ten nations, all ten parts of it, not seven, to the Jewish people. Now, the world won't work unless we do that. They will start to wake up and realize, why should we fight the Jewish people? Are we nuts? That means we're fighting ourselves. We are here to make help make the whole thing work. The usher in the Gula Mitzvah Shleima, we're here to help them and encourage them to build the base of English, the third base of English. So may we find ourselves at that moment, immediately now, and keep the run Yushach Nayafar for Devaraleya Bas, um, uh, Arun Chaim, Chaim Arun, I think. Um, formerly Devaraleya Bas Malkasara, um, and we should find ourselves in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema immediately now.